listening to Beyond the Beach, a Champ Camp podcast, the only show that brings high fives and good vibes directly to your ears. Prepare to laugh, smile, and maybe even cry a little as Champ Camp's real stories and life lessons take us beyond the beach. Okay, we're doing this. We're doing this. Uh, this is Trevor back again for episode two. I have the lovely Allie here, aka Hello. admin lady. She's the admin, known as the admin lady around camp. Um, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well. I'm just uh, hanging out with you in this storage room, <laughs> pretty dim. And, uh, yeah, we're just hanging out. Yeah, so as you may have picked up in episode one, these are obviously the very early stages of this uh, project. And uh, we are recording in our storage unit. I'll give it a, we'll call it a unit. It's bigger than a room, um, slash recording studio. And there's one caveat, um, depending on how long this episode goes, uh, every, like, 12 to 15 minutes the lights shut out uh, and and there's like a click so if you if and when you hear a slight delay or us fumbling around it's because we're shuffling over to um, wave at the motion sensor for the lights to turn back on so we can see what the heck is going on so uh, we sort of apologize uh, in advance for that but um yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Allie, would you like to give yourself a little quick intro? like A quick ha- intro? I don't know. What? I'm your wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're much more than that, though. Well, I'm your admin lady. Admin lady. I'm also the mother of your child. Check. Our eight-month-old, Odin, who's with grandma right now. Yeah. So excited. Um... But when I'm not working at camp, I'm also a physical therapist. Mm-hmm. Slightly on a hiatus at this moment, but um, that's the 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 other the other role I play. Are aren't we all on hiatus? Is hiatus? I don't know how how that goes. I don't think it's hi- hiatus. We'll look that up after. Anywho, well, this is the second episode, the first official kind of like one where we're digging in. Hopefully you you checked into our intro, episode one, but um, we thought it would be fun or healthy or informative, I don't know what, it's a lot of things, for us to kind of reflect back on the past few months through Mm -hmm. the the lens of Champ Camp um, and go a bit beyond the beach kind of to stick with our theme here and um just kind of talk through like what how we got here how how we got to the middle of what are we in august 2020 i don't even know anymore yeah i don't know what day it is days blend it's definitely tuesday it's the 11th and um days kind of blend but but it's it's an odd feeling to be in the heat of the summer on a Tuesday midday. Definitely. And be here uh, chatting, recording this podcast in, um, not on the beach, not 
in the in the heat of the sun. Not crazy summer times where we're juggling twelve different things. It's just is really bizarre. I think this is the first time we've had time where we're we're kind of on our own since twenty what twenty twelve since Champ Camp and that was so yeah yeah uh, two thousand twelve for Champ Camp and then before Champ Camp came to back in the day when champ camp was just still in our hearts before it <laughs> manifested into the real world uh yeah. where there was we, we ran the torrent skateboard camp uh-huh. and that was from 2006 till 2011 and then champ camp um sprouted so uh it's been a lot of summers of of uh hustle and bustle and all that all that good stuff so it is an odd feeling to be uh in this in this zone and so because of the kind of unique times that uh as a as a company we're feeling um as a family we're feeling and you know collectively the globe is feeling it just uh felt like a great opportunity to jump in and you know see what comes up and kind of talk through our process of how the heck do we get here oh my goodness right so uh, I don't know. I guess let's let's kind of mind uh, travel back to uh, late 2019 is where it's it's kind of it kind of all begins, I guess, right? Does the, it? Because it wasn't until like March or so that we started to have the the COVID craziness. Sure. Oh, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, how could you forget? How could I forget? Uh, you know what? I can blame that on mommy brain. Yep. Or should I call it COVID brain? It's <laughs> Between, both. It's both. But we were blessed with our son on November 30th, 2019. And so that was when it really got crazy for us. Uh, so, or so we thought. We thought, right? right? Just when you thought that it was crazy. Um those first first couple weeks, first couple months are insane. Surreal, yeah. for sure. As just speaking from the the fraction of uh, of the I don't know surreal perspective as the dad, like I I can't even. It's hard to imagine what it's like for the mom after going through the whole. Um, just the whole pregnancy and then having the baby and then because kind of for the dad it starts right then but for the mom it, she's been she's been in it you know Oof. she's really been in it yeah <laughs> so so yeah we we started that journey on uh november 30th and uh we won't get into the into the details or anything uh, there but you know we we made it through the first few weeks then first few months of being new parents brand new parents and learning uh, from like figuring out how to take you know take the next step one foot at a time and uh so then right after the first of the year as we always do we started looking forward to champ camp yeah um, yeah right and and we we kind of started to get feel a little bit more normalcy within the 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 family unit and how we could function on our day to day and it was like okay this is our yeah like I was still on maternity leave so I was like oh I can even help out more like I'm gonna be involved and I just remember 
Trevor, we were going into the AT&T store and we had the craziest fog. All we wanted to do was like merge a plan to have like a single plan go into like a family plan. And it was so mind boggling to even extrapolate those words to this poor salesman. It, right. That was the craziest time. That was our first like date um, yeah. after Odin came along. That was where we first started to test like going out of the house and we uh, he stayed with grandma and we went on an errand. And We were was... just trying to get like Champ Camp to have like two location phones and have it all on the same plan and I don't even remember but it was it was a crazy time. Yeah it seemed simple but it, it anyway we, we kind of like got our got our footing and and worked out a little bit of a of a routine uh with a new routine with odin and also with our other baby champ camp who um is born and reborn every year (laughs) uh and we started to like hit the pavement running really and um just getting as organized as we could knowing that the, there would it would be a more challenging year than ever before, not only because of the size and scope of Champ Camp, uh, as, you know, the operation that is Champ Camp, but also with Odin in the mix, um, it just you know makes things a little extra complicated to say the least. So we put in work, um, a lot of work. We mm. were like ready. Yeah, yeah, we were ready. We were like ready <laughs> in in like February, really, like early March yeah um really was when it I mean we were cruising we were like okay like let's do this summer you know we had Dropbox organized we had all of our like teams we were recruiting people early we had like our estimates all of our budgets were set you were almost ready finalizing the registration process online I mean, we went through looking at multiple different software companies to see what we what would be the best and easiest for us and customers. It was, I was like, okay, we're ready for Champ Camp 2020. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and 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 not not to like pat ourselves on the back uh, <laughs> on this any of this process. It's it's part of the deal with what we have to do to prepare, uh, but. It's almost comical to look back and to think about like how uh, you know we're 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 just so dug into the process and like um, just stoked to be prepared and be you know working together and uh, and having this like sense of certainty sort of just that like we are dialed in you know (laughs) and then kablooey right. So I remember we were we were simultaneously uh, hosting. We were running after school skateboard classes yeah, at the yeah. lovely El Segundo skate park, and uh, those were coming up on the tail end of of this ten uh, week period. And I I believe the the final class was somewhere around I th- maybe March fifth. It was like pretty early March. We had a class early in the week like uh like a tuesday i think and then another class thursday something like that and we did the early class or the first class but then the the second class i believe was canceled because of rain yeah mm-hmm. right and and then there that would have been there would be would have been one more week of classes after that but 
in the mix of the rain and the the you know whatever that cancellation there are these like these rumors these like rumblings of coronavirus yeah where is it what's it coming from how do you protect ourselves yeah is it just over there is it here is it is it everywhere well that's maybe a little bit too on the nose because <laughs> here we are in a, <laughs> in a basically bunker <laughs> doing this but anywho um that was when it first started to kind of like come around like you know what or like show its head like what is this thing and i remember uh texting with my uh great friend dr david flick shout out dave um and just saying like yo bud like what is this thing i keep hearing about it and it i was listening to a, a couple podcasts in particular that were like maybe a couple weeks ahead of their time saying like this thing is serious it's it's no one understands how it's going where it's going to go so i texted dave and he and he assured me like you know chill out trevor you're gonna be okay just just wash your hands and uh cover your mouth when you you know cough and you'll be cool which ironically are essentially the same uh same instructions we still have today to be to stay safe but anywho that that it took us into the next week. Oh, um, did it take us? Right. And, and that next week then was when we were going to open registration for 2020. Uh, March 15th, I think, was the first, first yeah. day, right? Yeah, yeah. We were, we were like, okay, this is, you know, we got our Excel spreadsheets ready. Let's like hit it. We're going to do some new options um, and even put like clothing, some cool swag on there. And um, we're like, you know what? I, I I think we should just hold off a week or two, right? That's what you wanted to do. Yeah, it was like uh, it, it was it, it, something. It just dawned on me. Like in retrospect, it's the most obvious thing. It's like things are starting. This was right around like St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. Timmy's birthday. Yeah, shout out Timmy. Also, my cousin Gray. Uh, <laughs> big day. Um, and uh, and my maiden name is Patrick. Yeah. So. Right. Huh? always on march 17th is a big day for us <laughs> but we things started to shut down and it was like it just if something didn't feel right about opening up like it just felt too uncertain and so we're like oh we'll just push it back two weeks that's that'll that's fine that'll do it they they're shutting they're putting on us us on a lockdown for two weeks we'll just shut it down for you know delay it two weeks and then it was like okay we'll do it april 1st yeah, yeah, yeah. Ironically, that's April Fool's Day, but we didn't open it that day either, right? right. So what turned into a uh, two-week pushback then was a uh, four-week pushback, and it, it slowly but surely started to become evident that like the reality of, of not having camp um, in, in summer 2020 was... Uh, was becoming a, a viable scenario that was it well, that incredibly was, scary. That at, was at around the time. the time that everyone was running around filing toilet paper and cleaning off the shelves. And so we're also trying to figure out what we need for our house and for our child. <laughs> and we, I remember like we went, 
we had some extra formula. We were like trying to drop off formula to other people. And like, this was the craziness of the uncertainty of like, what are we going to need? Are they going to shut the grocery stores down? And all while we're like, okay, well, if we just shut everything down now, you know, June, July, that is a long time away. We should be fine. And so we're like, okay, so let's just keep planning, keep doing our stuff. Um, you know, keep all the people that we're going to be working on on hold but just kind of ready and wait while the world was still pretty much like crumbling around us right or so it (laughs) it felt so it felt i mean every every like three days felt like three weeks at the time i don't know if you guys all feel that but that's kind of what it was was like or felt like to me and uh what also become just in in what this all makes me think of is how like uh yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of navigating at the time, like, what does this mean for the business? Like, but as, like, as Ali pointed out, like, what does this mean for our house? What do we need for our house? What do we need for Odin? And, um, behind every business that exists is a wife that gets it all done. (laughs) I wasn't going to say that. Uh, I was going to say behind every business are like, you know, humans that are, trying to figure it out and make it and make it by and 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 do do what's right and make you know decisions on behalf of the business that is its own uh has its own existence and is its own entity but it's it's kind of comical just thinking back uh, of that uh, about that time you know because uh we it's time to you know it's theoretically time to open up registration and <laughs> We're, we're there like we're trying to measure and uh, assess and decide if we should open or not open because what we don't didn't want to do, which we inevitably ended up doing, which we'll get to in a little bit, uh. was open up and then have <laughs> to close down, yada, yada. Uh, and so, yeah, behind every business is, are, is a team of fallible humans like running around just trying to, <laughs> trying to do their best. <laughs> But you have to remember, Trev, what did we do? We we're like, well, what can we do to like help the people? Oh, no. And the lights are off. Um, so keep it going. I'm going to go turn them on, Allie. What are you saying? Just remember what we were like. Well, what can we do that would actually be helpful for people that have families and for the kids? Like for our campers that we love seeing every year. We started doing online virtual social media, like fun classes. Live, Don't forget. Live classes. Oh, yeah. That was our life. Hi, I'm back. The lights are back on. Um, that was, I mean, it was really fun. It was awesome. So it was, uh, we did, let's see, there was, uh, I, I did some classes. I did like some funky workout classes. Allie, you did some dance classes yes um oh and i did one class where your dad decided that i needed background lighting and put the fire on right. while i was under an umbrella turns out it makes it very hot yes that was <laughs> but that was we got a lot of engagement during that class that was a great <laughs> um, but that was fun you had skateboarding yeah shout out to elliot elliot yes. did a lot of skate uh skate classes um we had joni joni did tons of yoga and cooking oh she's a great baker a baker and then um and then lily was doing her uh, art classes oh. and it was we had we had a small crew of of us doing these things but it it was it was fun to to kind of just 
adapt and, and ride that wave at the time and, and, and kind of be a part of it with everybody. And even though it was it was unlike anything we normally uh, are doing, you know, as a team, it was fun to just dig in and, and almost just kind of like figure it out for the time being, you know. Um, so, yeah, we did we did a ton of those live classes. They caught the attention of a few different um different i don't know what do you want to say like other other businesses or platforms or whatever so. i don't even know what it did or what it didn't do but i don't know it's it's just fun it's what we're about I yeah guess. it was it was it was a cool way to just you know put something out there positive for families and um and kids when you know they were in as an uncertain time as we were and kind of we all still yeah. are but what um it was it's funny to think back and 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 hear like or remember that like Joni was doing yoga classes <laughs> and baking classes for uh, other like cities platforms <laughs> and for other you know like uh, just uh, on Instagram and then uh, Lily was doing art. Shout out to the craft queen. Craft queen Lily. She was doing art also for for cities and for like runway Playa Vista. We did stuff for the with the point in El Segundo, and it was um, it was a weird time, but it was, it was cool. really fun. And it also, you know, that like for me, I love dancing, and that's my background. And um, it was just cool to find something that I could do that I could share. And I think that goes for everybody. Like I know that um, Lily loves crafting, Elliot loves skateboarding, and Joni does her yoga and baking thank goodness she does her baking because i do love her cookies <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a fun way to do things that you enjoy and get it out there right which is i think what it should be all about amen and 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 it was a good outlet for us all to uh especially in the beginning add some consistency to our whole to our day and to uh you know every what everyone had going on because everyone was kind of in their own little circumstance um be it kind of in school kind of not in school uh you know Joni was approaching graduation she you know at that time unsure uncertain of like what that's even going to look like so um yeah it was a, it was a fun positive way to uh put out uh some good you know good vibes into into the world uh, in a do time we, where we all needed them. What's do we that? go high elbows or you can't say good vibes and high fives? High fives and good... Yeah, well, you, you can. The oh, high okay. fives aren't going anywhere. They'll be back. So for now, yeah, we got... A little air, a little yeah. space. Right. We can keep the vibes good by other means for the time being, I'd say. Yeah. Right? We can do that. We're adaptable. Uh, so... That was at the same time that the county actually... I can't remember exactly when we we thought for sure the county said there's no way. So that was uh, May 20th-ish. Actually, I, I think right about May 20th. It was like mid to late May. We got um, official word from the county. And the county, as I'm sure you got, you know, we're all aware, they're kind of calling the shots health-wise. Like, And for us, um, since there was a period of time where the beaches were close to everybody, um, it was... Uh, it, we were we were kind of like waiting with bated breath to see what the county would say. And up until that point, at you know May twentieth or so, um, 
it was un, we were unsure. We were hope, hopefully optimistic that we would be able to do camp, but we weren't sure. And then the word came down from the county, yeah, May twentieth ish, uh, like, yep, yeah, it doesn't look like you guys are going to be uh, able to do camp or any vendors are going to be able to operate on the sand this summer because um, with the reopening stages originally uh, kids camps weren't until stage four of right. reopening and we um, then at that point we we're still in stage two so they're like basically don't get don't keep your hopes up it's not going to happen yeah and, and so then what we did is we were like, wow, okay, it's getting real. This is how, this is the, this is the 2020 reality for us. And so we, we actually sat on that information for a little bit over a week just because everything was so quickly changing and uncertain um, yeah. that we, we were like, you know, what if something changes? You know, what if, what if, who knows? So we sat on, on that information and then decided like, okay, it's real. We kind of had to process it and come to terms with it. And we decided um, we're going to put a video out. We put a lot of summer update videos out for uh, anybody who's cared to watch them, but just trying to keep everybody in the loop, you know. And uh, and so we put out a, a video saying, you know, it's official. We're not going to be able to do camp. Yeah. Um, of course, it's sad. Of course, like, I didn't like making that video, but um, it's part of it. It's part of the process. And we were just we realized that that might be the best thing to keep everyone safe. You know, that was what we were trying to go back and forth on, right? Remember, we were like, well, is this going to be, you know, is it putting too many people at risk if we do this? But at the same time, you know, kids have to move around and parents have to get stuff done. So, you know, it feels like I don't know what to do. Yeah, it was it was hard to know what to do. You know, it, uh, it was definitely hard. Um, but yeah, we put that video out. And then ironically, like five days after we put that video out, so this was early June. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> we got another email from the county that said, hey, sit tight. Um, there's a good chance that Governor Newsom is going to change uh, or make an adjustment to um, the reopening protocol for the state that uh, looks like it will include kids camps. So we'll let you know. So then we're like, gotcha. Okay. And then we we had just digested that like the way to be safe was like, okay, everyone stay home, no camps. We're like, this is how we're going to be safe. This is the right thing to do. And then they're like, okay, wait, things are changing. Well, maybe there's more information. Maybe it's not really affecting kids as much. Maybe we need to help people that are especially first, you know, first line first responders and things like that so now we we go back to the drawing board <laughs> right yeah back back to our whiteboards our famous famous whiteboards we love whiteboards yes we love whiteboards so um yeah they so they we we got word that we might be able to do camp um and then so obviously we sat tight with that information but kind of tentatively went back to plan a uh <laughs> and began um preparing for camp in an unknown way because we did we figured it would be much different but we didn't know how so then officially i'd say around june 10th we got an official word from the county and uh, shout out to the county lab uh, county beaches and harbors i was um probably 
quite annoying um, because I was emailing and or calling like every other day as if they weren't bombarded with you know <laughs> the, the rest of the population asking about the beach but uh, we were just trying to get any information we could because it otherwise felt like we were kind of like you know just grabbing at grabbing at thin air like not unsure how it what it was going to look like but then on june 10th we got word that um yep you can do it here's the document you need to read it was basically stipulations from the county and from and eventually from the state where uh of like how to stay safe um and it was our job as a company to digest that information and put out a plan to submit uh, a proposal uh, to kind of explain how we were going to meet all those points. And right? we were thrilled, right? Like, okay, oh, we they figured psyched. out, we figured out a way to like, okay, if we follow these rules, we can keep everyone safe and healthy. And that was what the game was. So back to you and me and shout out to Timmy. 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 We're sitting in lawn chairs outside socially distanced with our masks trying to go line by line on how we're going to implement each of these things and starting to feel that that knot in your stomach when you're like oh this is going to be rough <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. this is going to be rough yeah and and truth be told at first glance uh the first time i read through that through the the stipulations or whatever my instinct was, we how are we going to do this? We can't do this. Like, the things that we needed to um, needed to abide by made it so uh, camp as we knew it, as we've developed it, and as we have uh, put out there into the world wasn't possible. That obviously, in retrospect. Um, and objectively looking back on it, it was my own was my own limited thinking because what we had to do was rethink camp, reimagine how we would do it, and move forward. And that's uh, inevitably what we what we did, what we attempted to do. So we digested those um, stipulations, spit out a, a proposal pretty quick, and just to um, you know. <laughs> gloss over it it's you know sanitation um no or sanitation practices both for the equipment and obviously hands everybody's in masks including the kids which in, at that time we were like oh no you know a bunch of six-year-olds on the beach running around like how are we going to do this are we going to make it happen did we not run enough how do we play tag and then they're like oh yeah we can cut noodles we were going to cut noodles and play tag with the noodles okay and how do you d disinfect the noodles did the noodles go home with the kids it was insane <laughs> it was crazy but what we arrived at was we had a plan and we were we were rocking with it so the the thing uh, that we basically came to the realization was that the main thing is we can't have shared equipment and and we can't congregate in big groups those are the things that we basically exist on uh <laughs> yeah. we share everything and we're one big old happy family <laughs> and so we had to take away the equipment and take away the big group so we arrived at pods yeah. And um, we also arrived at determining the most essential equipment that 
um, we could provide for each pod uh, that they wouldn't, you know, kid, different pods wouldn't share amongst one another. So to avoid boring anybody with the with all of the nitty gritty details, that was generally the plan, and and uh, amongst uh, other things, temperature We're, checks and we social got like their and, own coloring. We made little coloring uh, marker packs, and and we made awesome coloring books. Um, I can't remember the company. Big coloring book, something. Yeah, big old, uh, big old coloring book. <laughs> but it was great. We have these really cool things, and I really hope we get to use them next year. We no doubt will. Yeah, um, yeah. We got, so, but then we got, um, you know, so we decided we're gonna we're gonna provide the kids with um, their individual little these individual little packs that were labeled that were labeled, so they weren't touching each other's stuff. Um, kids would have their own markers. Kids would have their own water uh, bottle. Water bottle. Uh, so we were just minimizing the sharing, right? And so in uh, in theory, we were locked tight. We were locked <laughs> solid. Our counselors, we would have the same crew for the entire week. Counselors, I'm literally looking at these fanny packs we got yes. for the counselors. Inside the fanny packs were gloves and were hand sanitizing uh, dispensers, which are also just called hand sanitizers. Uh, <laughs> And uh, they're, you know, custom masks. Oh, all the kids got, you would would have gotten uh, Champ Camp masks as well in their packs. So we did, we got all this stuff together to just make this summer happen, right? And it was like a blur, to be honest, The from when we got word, when we got approved. Oh, yeah, P.S., we got approved. The county approved us very quickly. And from that time until... Um, early July was a blur because usually when we're planning out camp and when it's like when we're in like the latter phase of hiring and training and CPR certification and all of that stuff and lifeguard certs and and all of that EMTs months to do this stuff that we and we take advantage of that usually that's the um the kind of like unique and cool part about uh this kind of an operation is that we take advantage of this time and uh but given this year's circumstances that was shrunk down to like three weeks and so it was like head down sprint um we're gonna just keep going until someone literally puts like punches us in the face and stops us right that was the plan till the wheels fell off uh (laughs) and not to ruin the ending but the wheels fell off a little bit (laughs) I, I felt like I got punched in the face. <laughs> okay. She got punched. My wheels fell off. Uh, but so what um, kind of fast forward into July, uh, very early July, we opened a, we, we opened registration and it was a limited size camp, limited size camps, only one location, not four locations. Um, all with their own pods so only six to 12 kids per pod it it was all it was all dialed in we opened a limited run to returning camp families and to our you know excitement surprise because we weren't really we weren't really sure how people would respond after just given the kind of environment um the camp spots sold out in less than two hours it was crazy and it was like wow okay it's we're and we were excited we were 
we were thrilled because after months of uncertainty and all of this planning and so much whiteboard writing, we... We had to figure out the only way to make it work and we had to change a lot. And the way we had to make it work and it actually like went through and we we're like, okay, they told us we were safe. We figured out ways to do this. We um, had to change our stipulations. Like we had to make kind of more people had to work each day. We had to have extra time for cleaning before and after. So it was a little shorter. We like figured out the ways like, okay, this is how we're going to have to do it. And people actually signed up and we were ready. We were ready. So we were so ready that we (laughs) recruited um, an epic crew of um, returning counselors um because we did we didn't want to we didn't want to have to re-reinvent the wheel and hire uh, a bunch of new new uh workers but also we have a whole team of incredible uh incredible counselors who are well versed in the champ camp way and uh how our day runs and our philosophy and all that so we brought this stellar crew back Um, We did hire one new counselor. Um, Shout out to Aiden. Yes. He's uh, he's awesome. He's a lifeguard and he he was he was great. Um, But uh, very patient with us. Very patient with us just in in this uncertain time. So um, that takes us to we got the vans ready. Or the van ready. Yeah. Uh, oh, which we don't forget to paint that picture where we take all three vans, empty them all out. to an, At an undisclosed location. And then <laughs> have to go through. That was a long day, Timmy, where we have to go through all of the stuff and sort and pick out and label and bag and find the perfect spot in the van, take pictures, how we load, unload. How you load, how you unload. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, but it actually, it was kind of a, like, I felt like a kid in a candy store a little bit because most summers we have, uh, we have to like load and stock and make sure there are three vans that are ready to rock. This year, since we only were going to offer one location, um, we got to pick from three vans. <laughs> or from two vans into the one van. So we ended up with like this super van. Shout out to the OG green van. It was just like stocked to the gills with all the equipment. Fun just stuff. Just fun and so organized. And because it got all the love, it got all of Champ Camp's equipment into one just glorious van. When Trevor would try to sneak in extra fun stuff, like a little frisbee or something, and Tim would look at you like, what are you doing? You're yep. adding too many things. Yep. <laughs> or when you tried to put too many sandcastles. <laughs> oh, yeah. We try to keep each other in check as much as possible. Oh. One more time. There's the light. It's back off. Allie's on it this time. Um, so that takes us to um, the, the, the van being packed. Um, Tim invented a whole new tent apparatus, oh, which yes. was in, is it is still incredible. Was and is incredible, and we will we are excited to implement it in every summer to come. Um, but it was, I mean, the the engineer. He's a natural born engineer. From the uh, like he he drew this thing up 
to provide more shade. Yeah, yeah. And, And so in order to allow kids to distance from one another, but also have shade, you know, a 10 by 10 tent isn't going to cut it for one pod of kids if you want them to stay separated as well. So we had it. We did it. Tim did it. He, he made it work and it was beautiful and it was ready to rock. So the final step was our, uh, our mini training. And in this training, since everybody already knew um, the ins and outs of, of camp, this training was essentially meant to um, kind of catch everybody up on the COVID uh, protocols and all of our sanitation and the, and the pods, the pods, and um, just explaining the differences. Uh, in addition to the um, the kind of virtual online training that that they uh, they get every year, anyways. So um, that was on a Thursday. Oh, yes. We rolled down to the beach. We did the training. We ate burritos. Uh, it we were was, socially distanced. It was great. We were distanced. We passed out uh, new Champ Camp gear. Um, you know, we met the light, one of the new lifeguards, chatted with him. Uh, we were... Took we, some pictures of the swag oh, yeah, that we, we were excited about. Right. They. Uh, yeah, it was. we were there. We were in it. And it, that was three days and or four days and counting until until we were we were set to go camp true little confession though when we were there and we started to see how many people were on the bike path the like mama instinct in me was like "Ooh, this is a little bit a little bit dicey and that was when i started to feel like oh okay this is weird like all the people in the bathrooms and having to walk by and just got a little little weird Right, little little side note, uh, for sure. But we, I don't think at the time we're even, that wasn't even in our in our field of vision. No, it was, it, we were pedal to the metal on a, you know overdrive driving towards that Monday. Yeah, right, that first Monday, and so then this was on Thursday, the next night, uh, late at night at about ten. We yeah, got you went to take out the trash. I had just put our son down. Right. And I, you opened the door, and I said, everyone's okay, but we have a problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, I quickly kind of racked through my mind of, like, what could this be? Like, it couldn't be an upset parent because we haven't even started camp yet. Like, it can't be a kid. And then I said to Allie, who has COVID? That's, that's the first thing that I actually said. And... Luckily, knock on wood, uh, nobody had COVID, but um, we had two counselors who, uh, two incredible counselors from previous years that were at the training that reported that night that they had been exposed to someone who um, definitely tested positive for COVID. Um, And so it was... Being that it was Friday night, so late, it was definitely a little bit um, uh, con- just some some hard news to, to digest at that point in time, right? And um, we kind of took it in and molded over, um, you know, responded back right away to them because it meant that they uh, those that those two were going to go straight into 
14 days of quarantine uh, to be safe. Luckily, uh, they uh, didn't have symptoms and they felt fine. They just got got through a lot of Netflix is, is how it all turned out. Um, good recommendations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely good recommendations. But um, uh, at the time, that's all we had to go off of. You know, they, they couldn't work. Uh, obviously, because they had to quarantine um, away. And so we went for a good night's sleep and just to kind of sleep on it, right? And then we woke up the next morning and first thing in the morning um, wanted to chat. Uh, we First thing was we were going to chat with all, our, all the directors. And the, I remember the first person I chatted with... Um, that morning was Joni, and the reason I, I we chatted so early is Joni was on. Uh, <laughs> Joni had lifeguard training that day. Her research for her recertification for her lifeguarding. Um, we had oh. a plethora of, of lifeguards this summer, and uh, so I just I just wanted felt um, I, I just wanted we always try to loop everybody in and keep everybody up to speed on what's going on and really uh, kind of get a temperature on how everybody's feeling with any given situation. So I talked to Joni, talked to Josh, talked to Timmy, uh, talked to Lily, um, and then also just looped in the other other counselors. And Which so, was like one or two people because we had so little employees. Yeah, so we kept, we kept the team <laughs> tight this year. We kept the team tight because we couldn't have, we didn't, you know, we didn't want to have a lot of people in and out of the, of the camp. Uh, we couldn't, I mean, that was part of the stipulations, but also we just, we were trying to control as many factors as, as we could, given that there's so many factors outside of our control in a time like this, especially, I mean, really any time, but this summer in particularly. So, um, after thinking about it a little while and and chatting with uh, with everybody, it became evident that there were um, there were some people that were then like not fully comfortable coming to work because coming to work in less than in like you know thirty six hours uh, because the reality kind of began to set in that yes. was here we were nine adults uh socially distanced with masks on the beach uh none of us had been had ever met other than the two people who were exposed um none of nobody else had met this other person who is now tested positive but we saw how quickly an exposure could potentially affect spread and affect a lot uh, a, a large group of people and not even necessarily f from uh, people getting infected standpoint but just like um, causing just causing concern to yeah the fear started to rise yeah definitely it did right yeah what, what do you what do you what do you remember about that morning it, it's like unsettling. I actually have like chills thinking about it right now because it was that moment of like, oh my gosh, we like, this is like wildfire. It's almost like that feeling of like, 
you know, you imagine in videos of someone striking a match, like, oh, it's no big deal. And then, like, the house goes up in flames, like, because it just has such lasting effects. And we just kept thinking to ourselves, oh, my goodness, we're going to have this uncertainty and potentially be putting people at risk every day. And every day, someone's going to be exposed. And if we had that many people coming through, you know, it, it just had it had this huge fear response. I'm not going to lie. It just got a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like, I mean, if, if like I kind of said before, being that we were 10 adults gathered together and then, you know, uh, 24 hours later, here's where we found, here's the uncertainty we found ourselves in. Uh, what does that look like when we introduce a large amount of kids to the equation um, it, because it, it's yet to be determined whether or not you know we have all, we, we have all these product all this protocol in place but how uh, it was yet to be determined how reasonable those things were to uh, to ask up, of the kids to ask of the kids yeah. and consistently uphold uh, which would necessarily be, need to be up, upheld in order to um, kind of get us the best chance of not exposing people and keeping uh, ourselves and the kids safe, you know? Yeah, and then objectively we started thinking back, okay, well now we had a couple counselors that were uncomfortable Two of them were quarantined. Now we're down to half of what we have. <laughs> and then the, you know, from a logistics standpoint, if we open on Monday, now we're really in trouble. And as um, our family often does, is we start recruiting family members. <laughs> How many family members can we have? Um, luckily, Trevor's one of three boys. <laughs> and the um, often that's where we turn. And if we make that work, but then what happens? Do we push it back two weeks? Can we make it work where we have enough people to keep everybody safe? Or are we just pushing, kind of kicking the can down the line? And that was when it just seemed like we were ready to try as hard as we could to provide some relief and fun for the kids over the summer. Basically until we got, until the wheels fell off, until we got punched in the face and that was kind of what we were waiting for to know what I think our gut felt was right. And yeah. I think the unfortunate truth is that this is not the summer that was right for us to be able to get together with kids and, and provide that relief for families. I think it's going to be another time. And unfortunately, I don't know what, um, what we can do as an alternative but it just felt like the risk was too high for us to continue with what we were doing and still feel good about it. Right. Just, you know, you, as a business, you take on the responsibility of putting it out there. And, um, and you know, like kind of how the county made us feel like, okay, if they put these rules out, we can figure it out and we can do it. Well, if we make camp available... Then we had figured it out. Well, we don't. We didn't really figure it all out to ensure that every person would be a hundred percent safe. There was still so much risk that we couldn't have figured out until we kind of came to the the head of it. Right. Yeah. And um, 
and back to your just to touch on your point about um objectively it being called into question if we could even safely open on monday given the two counselors quarantining and then the people uncomfortable working just because the risk was becoming so real um it was the case that we yeah we wouldn't have been able to meet like keep our ratios uh and hold on to all the different roles that were put into place to keep everybody safe and distanced and sanitized and temperature checked because we had those extra uh, spots each day. Uh, and that wellness questionnaire, all of that. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, it wasn't feasible, so we couldn't safely open on Monday. And then the, the caveat was um, that an, an, an additional thing that wasn't required by the county that we implemented uh, as a piece of just additional um, relief to families mm. um, and to ourselves, really, to everybody, to uh, employees. Yeah, definitely for me to feel better. <laughs> was that every anybody working um, had to have gotten a COVID, t- a negative COVID test, right? Uh, like right at, right before the start of camp. So, um, and at the time, that Friday that we found out uh, about our counselors being exposed that was the um that was at the time la county's highest recorded case day um since then it, yeah, they've broken that record a few times i believe yeah but, oh um, it was and that made my heart sink it was the it was the case that like okay well we can't just hire someone quickly now because we again given a promise to families that this is what we're going to do and here's an added bonus, like everybody's COVID tested, but now there's a surging and, um, you know, the turnaround time is is now up to 10 days yeah. and it's like, uh, we can't do that. So, so like you said, it felt like either we make the call then because it's like, what are we jumping into this this is all transpired in less less than a, a day and a half, and here we are, and we don't even have any kids in the in the equation yet. Yeah, or other families, <laughs> or, or, or or their families and, and friends, and you know, uh, we would just either we make the call or we're, or we're kind of kicking the can down the road, and we made the call, and um, I think that it. I uh, for sure, or I don't think I, I definitely know with my whole entire soul that I underestimated the weight that that call would hold just for me personally, um, but just collectively for the counselors and just for the is just just like a the cherry on top of the oddest few months that I can remember, um, like good and bad just just different and like a a totally new landscape to work through um and it it hit me like a ton of bricks i remember clicking send when we officially canceled uh and then not just feeling like you know i got all i got the the wind knocked out of me kind of um and yeah it was a little funky it was and then i have to admit it 
I think it's this new mom situation I've got going on. But then the fear was, okay, well then if those two counselors tested positive, now our whole staff is quarantined. And now we have to be really careful um, if if everyone else got you know, if we were feeling symptoms and then, you know, all of this stress response can also cause, you know, you and I to feel like, oh my gosh, am I getting sick? Is this a fever? Do I have body aches? I'm tired. All Mm -hmm. of that. And it just, it added this layer of these times. It kind of just summed up the time that, the times that everyone is experiencing right now of so much weight, of so much confusion, so much uncertainty. And I don't think anyone is able to get through this year without without a little struggle yeah yeah struggle bus but i have to admit you wanted to do this podcast as kind of a way to clear the slate and to and to kind of i don't know add a little closure and at first i was a little hesitant but it feels nice yeah it it feels nice and and it, it, it definitely does and i i think that i mentioned in the intro episode I, I've wanted to do we wanted <laughs> to do this for a long time and it became like one of the main things that this past you know four and five months has taught me um, and undoubtedly many people is that if there's something that you want to do uh, and you're not and you haven't done it you know, barring like traveling the world or going on the 115 day cruise that I've always wanted to go on. Uh, <laughs> He's just throwing that in there. So I keep hearing it. Yeah. One day. Uh, <laughs> but if you're not doing it now, if you don't do it now, you're, you're never going to do it because most of us have more time than we ever used to have. I know that we sure as heck have more time in this summer than we ever have. And, um, just for no other reason than just, uh, kind of, diversifying the the offerings that champ camp has and kind of adding a little depth and letting letting people in a little bit to kind of peer behind the uh the veil and and kind of understand a little bit more about what's going on behind the scenes and and where where we're where we're all at where you know the and show how it goes a little beyond the beach look at you look at what you did there that's nice um but yeah so so to to kind of close up on the cancellation story understandably um we had a lot of unhappy people um a lot a lot of unhappy families understandable Uh, totally understandable and not as many as i thought we would have yeah and and about the exact same amount of people that were um understanding and and relieved that we made the call we did uh, yeah just parents that were unsure and concerned and had signed up but were happy that camp wasn't happening you know because i think everyone's nervous about exposure we're all in the same boat right now we are and and you know we we went into this with an agreement of amongst ourselves that like you know we we have to open or, or we were if we are going to open, which we planned on doing and which we technically did, uh, we would only do so with a particular like you know policy in place that was. It was the only way we could actually. It was it, yeah. It was literally the only way that we could feasibly do it, um, where uh, like more uh, more of a strict refund policy than we ever had 
uh, which ha- we hate had before, but we um, we kind of we, we tr- what we tried to get across ahead of any registration opening was like, you know, there's so much uncertainty right now that we that we don't know what the future holds and we may um, it, you know we have to have this we have to implement this this policy in the event that uh, we we end up having to cancel camp for any reason uh, be it you know what actually went down uh, where it was on our it was our call to make um, out of an abundance of caution or on behalf if the you know if the government shut down which you know we thought was going to happen again but has yet to happen um, and yeah understandably we got a, we got a lot of blowback and we got um, there are a lot of of families that you know felt like um, they just weren't pleased with how it how it was working out um, and so what we ended up so the world knows the, the, the policy as it stands um, is that anybody who signed up for this summer was refunded in full less uh, $50 per, their, per registration, which is now credited to next year. Um, so it kind of automatically rolls over as um, $50 worth of champ cash that will apply to registration uh for the next time we open up uh summer camp and that's just kind of what we had to do in order to um be able to open in in the first place um but we're stoked to be able to roll it over and um kind of try this whole dance again uh with with in in different circumstances i guess you know so um and to boot, we uh, we endeavored on a two or a week and a half project where <laughs> we delivered uh, almost 200 bags to doorsteps around the South Bay. Um, Hand delivered by the Champ Vans. By the Champ Vans. One of three Champ Vans delivered um, to your doorstep that included a Champ Camp backpack, water bottle, and a mask. Um, and it was just our little way of of kind of reaching out to all those families that did uh, that did sign up um, just to to try to bring a little bit of positivity to the family and especially to the kids days um, because you know I, I know there I've personally heard from dozens of kids uh, or from the parents of, do- of dozens of kids that um, they were looking forward to champ camp so much and you know to all you buddies out there, so were we, and um, it just wasn't like Ali said. It, it just wasn't the time. It wasn't the summer to um, to put it on like we had planned. And um, this is our this is kind of our story. This is so that that's how we got here. That's what brings us to right now. That's why we're sitting in a storage room with. Uh, microphones on empty cardboard boxes your box isn't empty your box is filled with fanny packs oh i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah Yeah, ali anything else that's on your mind that uh no i think i like this podcast thing i've been telling you i know i was a little skeptical you were 
you were. Now, hopefully, just somebody listens, you know? <laughs> I was kind of laughing to myself, you know, how, like, uh, you come out with someone new, and, and it's like, well, at least at least your mom listens to it. But my mom doesn't even know how to listen to podcasts, so not even my mom will listen to this. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully, we'll get it out there. And, uh, yeah. But anyway, we appreciate you for listening in and following along with our story and, uh, you know, getting a little taste of our our past couple of months and um and what went into it and uh yeah we hope you enjoyed going beyond the beach nice i know look at that (laughs) all right everybody until next time you've been listening to beyond the beach a champ camp podcast high fives and good vibes we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show and we hope you had fun we know we did we'll be back soon but in the meantime find our website at champcampkids.com and on social media at champcampkids till next time keep the high fives and good vibes this is beyond the beach signing off